0: And now, live from Lucadia, ladies and gentlemen, it's the world's greatest action sports podcast, the Monday Mass on a Tuesday with Chris Cote and
1: and I'm Todd Richards. Hi, Todd
0: Richards. hey, how's it going, everybody? We are we're back. Well, we were here last week too. It's August sixth, two thousand. August 8th,
1: 2023 (laughs) God, you are moronic
0: And uh, yeah, we we are back We did a show, but you know what? This show is the world's greatest action sports podcast Because we do it by any means necessary I literally recorded my part of last week's podcast From Porta potty at the Wallex US Open of Surfing Where did you
1: come in from? I was in Cape Cod Cape Town On Cape Cod Do you say on or in? Uh, What would you say? You say, I'm... Actually,
0: you know what? I, I was on Cape, the Cape. With a Cape, an island, or a peninsula, I personally say you would say on. Right. Um, if you're in the... Is there a town of Cape Cod? Is there like a I was downtown? In, I was staying in Hyannis. So you're in Hyannis on Cape Cod.
1: Hmm, that's is a,
0: Hyannis where the uh, Kennedy's, Kennedys are from?
1: Yes. We, we went by the compound, the whole you nine yards. Did you just see like, all, all these Kennedys walking around? No. Not, no. not like that. There's all a big right. wall. Okay, let's go. Hey. Hey, so Chris, before we start this podcast, we have to do this thing called the ad block. And it's wonderful. And And guess what? Most people say that I should do the ad block. Guess what? We actually have official numbers on that. On the ad block?
0: 49% said Chris Cote should do the ad block. 51% said Todd Richards. But guess what? I get to do it. Nope. It's fake news. It's fake. What the fuck? No, I demand a recount. What's the point? I don't believe it. I'm not accepting those results. I'm not accepting the results of that election.
1: Fucking easy, Trump. All right.
0: 1620 Workwear. That's right. At 1620 USA. This is made in the USA, guaranteed for life. The highest quality, the most superior du- durability. This is American-made workwear for people doing actual work. Work shit.
1: You mean- Not up, like this. Unlike- you, Have you ever done a, a real day's work in I your have. life? No, I've had Name every it. job. What have you done? Okay.
0: One of my very first jobs was- uh, That would
1: require work Okay, wear.
0: I would have needed 1620 USA workwear here. So I was in charge of unloading dried- um, they're, they're considered dried flowers, but they're big chunks of wood. I unloaded- uh, semi tractor truck trailers full of wood salt cedar burl wood which was the worst uh this was actual work when i was about 14 years old pizza cook could have worn 16 20 work where's a pizza cook what about you you've never dug a hole bullshit what'd you build i grew up on the east coast what'd you build
1: whatever name one thing you built (laughs) foundation of america i was i I built uh, the
0: foundation of america
1: no, I was I had to dig holes and shit. Like you grew up back I'm east. I'm not doubting you, I'm just asking you. Just saying, like you grew up back east, you got to dig holes. Your dad just tells you to go dig a hole. Like what you're was- just like you're you're at home on a Saturday and your parents don't want you to get, and, you know, fuck around the house. Yeah, go out but and my dig. My dad tells me to go dig a hole for no reason. What was
0: the what was the most um this is actually going to be a questionable podcast because we have so many questions from our viewers but i have another question for todd what was the most physically demanding job you ever had not snowboarding because announcing i will tell all of you out there is very mentally okay, phys- challenging thi- but what was most, the most, most physically, physically demanding,
1: demanding job? job that i ever had was stealing wood for our ramp that does count. It does do. You ever tried to steal a, a freaking pallet of, of co- quarter-inch plywood at midnight? Yeah, over a fence. Over a okay. fence, yeah, right. through down a dirt road. Olu
0: Originals. At Olu underscore Originals. The company is called Olu. They make... Uh, amazing stuff for aquatic and outdoor activities. We're talking uh, the board shirt, which is kind of our featured product that you can get at Hanson Surfboards. Uh, SPF 50, nice and flexible. Keeps, look at this rash. See? That's from riding a board with front traction without my Olu board shirt, which I will be wearing next time I ride that board. Olu at Olu Originals. Mint Tours, check this out. This one sounds pretty okay. cool. This
1: one you're going to cool. love. Mint Tours, Todd. Mentors, uh they offer trips to go to places like Japan with famous snowboarders like Ingemar Bachman and Chad Otterstrom in January. You can Dude, go to like- Hokkaido and go ride POW with two of the biggest legends ever. What would it be like to go on a trip with those two guys? Be better if, if you went on a trip with me. I'm way more entertaining than those two. Ingmar Bachman, you can't even understand what the fuck he's saying. And Chad's not going to say anything. He's quiet. So,
0: but would Ingmar do, like, if, if you went on a trip with him, you're like, dude, will you do a 60-foot backside air off a quarter pipe? Yeah, but he's, you do it?
1: but he's Swedish. Unless you're, unless you're from Sweden, all you're going to hear is... Man. Okay. Just
0: being real. Well, you can go on a new Corlab tour with the Beyond Metals team, hosted by Kevin Backstrom, Tor Lundstrom, Sebde Buck, and Ehrlich Batterscher. Ulrich Batterscher. Batter- and Ludwig Biltoft. And, and if you go on that trip, you're going to get some great snow, and you'll probably learn how to say their names correctly. Right. But there I'm are new tours you. launching every week, including Japan, Europe, and North America. Check out MintTours.com. That's quickly becoming one of my new favorite sponsors because I'd like to go on a... Tour like that do i have to snowboard the whole time based on your equipment <laughs> that you choose you might not even snowboard once do okay. i do i do i have to go in the snow no i i want to go on a mint tour i want to go to japan machu picchu energy can i have machu picchu sugar free energy you're gonna have it you can have what it. what flavor is that
1: that's alpine mint alpine mint. there's no mint there's no sugar gets you jacked up it's wonderful it's good it's good right that's zero good sugar yerba mate yeah yummy
0: uh, machu Picchu Energy at machu oh and I gotta say we've been getting feedback from our sponsors that a lot of you out there are like posting uh, photos of products from our sponsors and tagging Monday Mass and we want to thank you for that that really helps us out uh, that was sincere I thought you were
1: going to say the sponsors were saying like don't Stop. they would like to not be associated we like out
0: we want out <laughs> Hanson Surfboards they're never getting out they've been our sponsor from the jump uh, Hanson surfboards on the gram. Congratulations to Don Hanson. The hits just keep on coming. Don is now in every Hall of Fame there is for surfing. He's on the Walk of Fame. He's on the San Diego Surfing Hall of Fame. Don Hanson is an absolute G, and we are so happy that uh, he made the decision to sponsor this podcast yeah. all those years ago. Bubs Naturals at Bubs Naturals Collagen MCT Brain Oil. Uh, you gotta, you gotta hydrate or die. And the best way to do that is with Bub's Naturals, at Bub's Naturals. Get it. Bachan's. dude, the miso has been treating me miso's so well. The miso good,
1: dude. If you guys out like, there haven't tried really well. Bachan's, first of all, stop sleeping on some yumminess. And number two, try the new miso glaze for whatever. It's really good on fish and vegetables. It's really good. Bachan's And shout, Japanese out, shout out to the new cap, too. Barbecue sauce. The new cap is fire.
0: Panicking Coffee and Tea. Uh, you might... You might feel like I've got a lot of pep today, Todd. Guess why? Because I had two solid Panikin coffees this morning. And uh, also, more Hall of Fame news. Uh, The original Dempsey Holder. Wait, Dempsey Holder? The OG Holder, uh, the grandfather of the current owners of Panikin, Dempsey, and the family, uh, also inducted into the San Diego Surf Hall of Fame. Apparently, he was the guy at Tijuana Sloughs, this is like a iconic, uh, infamous surf breakdown on the border, and he was the guru of that zone. Whoa. So, congrats to him. See how much research I do for this ad block? I know it's. That's why I need all of you out there to vote for me, for ad block guy. <sighs> new greens,
1: new greens. Oh, it's my turn. New greens, new greens, new greens. It's everything you need to outlive your friends. Look. We've all got those friends from high school. They weren't really your friends. You consider them friends now because it's been like 20 years, but they weren't. Let's not kid ourselves. They, they were not your friends. Like you. And there's nothing that sends a message more right. than outliving them. Yeah. How you do that? New greens. Best. Every yeah. day. Look, man. That's the best passive aggressive fr- burn you're ever. You're friggin' falling apart. Yeah. And the best passive aggressive burn is to outlive people well. you knew in high school. Yeah.
0: Living well is always the best revenge. So if you've got a high school reunion coming up, 20, 30 years, get on the New Greens program immediately. Oh, show You know up it would be the, up.
1: you know be the sickest high school burn. Like if you're kind if you kind of look like a train wreck, yeah. You send somebody else to pretend they're you in high school. Like a super handsome version yeah, like, of your own self. And they're like 15 years Dude, younger.
0: my I have a friend who <laughs> was dead set on going to his high school reunion 20 year reunion in a wheelchair and he did not need a wheelchair, he was going to do it. Dude, that's bad luck. I talked him out of it. I'm you like, bro, <laughs> do not do that. That's incredible. But you're not supposed to sit in wheelchairs or use crutches. If Dude, you... I, I don't even like to sit in like, an airport. Like, No. Yeah. But wait, so we, I want to hear more. It. What was he going to do? Like, pretend He, he was, cr- was going to just show up in a wheelchair and like stay in it, and then at the end of the night, get up and walk out. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the type of friend he is. Um, but he's still around. I don't know if he's drinking New Greens or not but he's
1: doing well. Diecutstickers.com at diecutstickers, D-O-T-C-O-M. I put so many of those uh Bad Boy Club my, actually we can't say that. Yeah, uh what Rad Rad guy Rad Rad Guy association. Yeah, Association stickers yeah. around Massachusetts. They're incredible. If you can't, if you can't, uh, that's a die cut. That's a die cut. Die cut com. Um, if leave, you leave the paper on if you want to, a lot of people want to get those Todd. sign up for our Patreon that we don't have.
0: Whew. All right. So coming that, in hot. That that's was it. Ad block. See you guys next week. Okay, um, what do we have? Okay. Uh, one more announcement. KOTC Kings of the concrete is coming this August 26th. Tempest free running in LA. The best parkour athletes on the planet compete for concrete glory. Check out the Road to KOTC on YouTube now and follow at Tempest free running on the gram. My son introduced me to the Tempest crew and, and they had me announce last year's Kings of the Concrete and I got invited back. So I'm announcing another incredible big time free running event up in L.A. Thanks to my son, Roman Cote. Congratulations. Who's uh, currently uh, at
1: Woodward. Wow. Doing doing parkour. He didn't even bring a skateboard. Surf News is brought to you by Hanson's Surfboards. All right. So before we get into the US Open- Are you going to interview me? Yeah, I will. (laughs) I'll do this. This this is cool. So I got back from Cape Cod. I I go to my annual uh, pilgrimage back to where my mom lives, where I grew up. It's It's like a retreat. It's wonderful. I seem to get waves every single time I go back there. We had two days of really fun waves on the Cape. It was great. Your photos... Yeah, the photos are good, right? Okay, so while I was there, no fewer than 15 people sent me a link for this documentary on HBO called After the Bite. Highly recommend not watching that if you're going to be (laughs) going to Cape Cod. I watched it on the plane home. Yeah, that's a good call. And it's basically... It's the story of how... Uh, that shark attack that happened and in, in actually killed a boy in 2018 at El, um, Calhoun Hollow Beach. And Where's ha- that? It's the beach, one beach up from where I was surfing the whole time I was there. Um, basically, tells the story of how the increase in great white sharks in Cape Cod has affected the towns of Wellfleet and Truro and Chatham and all the outer Cape uh, villages. Okay, it's fantastic. I'm still going to go surf there because when the surf is on, it's really fun. It's just so different than here. Yeah. It's that fine grained sand that makes these perfect sandbars that like when it's waist high there, it can barrel and it's just a novelty. You know, I, I grew up there, say, so I like going back there and surfing, but that documentary is, is really, really good. It's it gory. You, it, no, it's not gory, but this, if you're like not down with the, uh, the thought that there are sharks in the water with you at any single time you put your toe in the water, then you're not going to want to watch this movie. Yeah. Show. I might program. I might not. It's really good though. So, uh, moving on from that, I got back. Um, everything is in one piece. I had, a, I wore a shark band. So obviously that's why I'm are you still,
0: are you have it on right now?
1: No, I didn't wear it now, but they do the shark. Are you, are you have it on? Are you have it? Chris spent 27 days at the U S open. Um, up in Huntington Beach, it was the, what's it, Wallex? The Wallex U.S. Open of Surfing presented by Pacifico. Crypto Bro U.S. Open presented by Pacifico. Yeah. Um, Chris, you had to sit, you were there for, this is the longest- Nine days, Longest yeah. U.S. Open you've ever done.
0: Yeah, the longest U.S. Open anyone's ever done. Uh, in the past, it has been nine days, but they've only broadcast for seven. But this year, I think the stakes were a lot higher. Challenger Series Men and Women- uh, longboard World Championship Tour or Championship Tour surfing, so they had a lot to pack in. Um, Were the longboarders using leashes? Some of them, and they got heckled. Mm. Uh, light heckling on um, by myself and uh, some of the other commentators. So, like when but you're heavy he- heckling on the internet. when
1: you're heckling them from the commentator booth. Yeah, like what does that look like? It my style of heckling very light, it's very positive. Like,
0: don't don't necessarily know if you need to have a leash on while surfing two foot Huntington beach on a log. But of course that's, this is not my occupation. So as compared uh, to Joel Tudor, Joel Tudor said something to the effect of why the hell are these donkeys wearing leashes in two foot Huntington? (laughs) And I actually had a really good conversation with Joel throughout the event. Um, and the reviews were positive. And I gotta say, so starting with the longboarding, Mm -hmm. I was actually impressed and had a great time calling the longboarding heats. And I found that it it was kind of like ASMR. It made me like happy. It relaxed me, it was calming. Because, well, the men and women are equally as good, right? Style, tricks, everything is pretty equal and, and that's pretty cool to watch. I don't know. There was just something about it. it, was, it was, there was
1: soul. It was good. It was a, a fun thing to uh, commentate. So it's a lot of board to move around there. So there were waves pretty much the entire week, and we're going to move yeah. on to the, uh, the traditional shortboard. Uh, oh, the hot shots? Hot shot division. The hot doggers. Um, at the U.S. Open. I was glad to see that there were waves for a couple of days. Some of the, my takeaways that I saw, I didn't watch the whole thing because it's what it's just a lot. Why? It's only eight hours but, a day for so, nine days. Savannah Lima, yep. incredible frontside reverse on like uh, maybe a knee high wave. She's the air goat for women for sure. And then some crazy um, antics through the pier once again. Like there's, yeah. when people shoot the pier there, it's it's no joke. There's a
0: lot that can go wrong. Definitely. It's notorious for eating surfboards. I saw at one point, one of, uh, the, one of the weirdest things I saw at the US Open was this longboard went into the pier and somehow got wedged up against it and it was like flat and it was doing this weird kind of tombstone thing if the waves were any bigger it would have broken in half for sure
1: crazy yeah so you all right where are we here uh we're right here let's just talk about what like results what happened with the results so it's nine days of grueling competition grueling commentary it's it's like being in the world's biggest litter box for nine days yeah you finally get yourself to the point where now it's getting exciting. Finals day on but Sunday. But there was a lot of big... Like, who was the biggest surprise that, that fell out of the competition? Um, I mean, Kanoe Garashi was a huge one. Kanoe like, Garashi, I thought that what, he was, the quarters or the semis? He was, I think he's semis. Well, I, I mean,
0: there was... The cool part about it was we saw some new names. Um, George Pitar was a name that I had never seen. Um this other kid that I kept interviewing and kept saying, do not forget this guy's name. And of course I forgot his name. Uh, The challenger series is so gnarly. Like all those surfers are so good Um, for the, you know, for the women, I think it was, I I think it was kind of like obvious throughout Cole Hausman qualified for the championship tour, like halfway through the contest. So, and then that night throughout the first pitch at the Padres game, just like had the best week of his life. Um, he was like one of the favorites to win, and if he would have won, it would have been three in a row, which is I don't think has ever happened. Uh, but I think for the most part, it was kind of like what you what you'd expect. Um, you know, all the kind of name, the recognizable big names made it pretty deep. Uh, Eli Hanneman has springs for legs. The dude is just lofty, and I, and then I, I looked back, or somebody posted an old. Eli Haneman, like, slideshow. And I forgot that he was a super good skater as a grommet, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a little kid. He was a gnarly skater. Uh, he took out Crosby Colapinto in the finals. I think Crosby was probably going into that as the favorite. Uh, but Eli just went out there and, like, went off. And they're, two, they're off. two bros,
1: like, basically two best yeah. friends competing against each yeah. other in the finals. that was
0: cool. It, it was just cool. You know, I feel like the, the atmosphere on the beach this year was positive. There was one fist fight, which was... All over the internet, which was crazy. Um, but other than that,
1: it was like so. When the fist fight goes down, and we and did we talk about this last? No, there's no, no way we could have talked about this. I think so, just for a second. So yeah. when the fist fight goes down on the beach, like how do you guys cover that? Because there's no way that that it was like right in front of you. Well, but it
0: was it was on the is so the cameras are like on the pier all over, and did they cover it? They didn't. They didn't cover it. Well, the the beach announcers. Were Todd Klein was one of the beach announcers. Baldy, uh, Micah Byrne, um, Jesus. Now, yeah, my brain is is super fried. Was Ryan Simmons there? Uh, either way, the beach announcers were saying, "Security, security, we need security." These are two monsters, six feet two twenty each. Like these dudes, and they were UFC trained or whatever, like martial arts trained. And later, the fight actually started while they were sitting down. So they were obviously homies. They're sitting this close to mm-hmm. each other, and somebody's filming. So they must have been yelling. Somebody starts filming. The dude's sitting down, like headbutt. Yeah, I him. saw that. So then they, yeah, they get up and start fighting. And it, and I was pretty good week for public fights. Really, I was overall off. I wasn't on the broadcast. So I was standing there, and I just started filming it. <laughs> and it was like it was like a movie they were you know like usually you see a fight and it's like one swing miss punch they start wrestling these guys were like in a boxing ring mm. and you could almost hear the, the the punches landing and it sucked because there was like kids and like normal people around see, this
1: is why this is why I campaign for like you know you have the professional broadcast where you are brought in and you do this you know the whole song and dance for WSL yeah
0: the, the, the WSL show.
1: has a sub podcast or sub sub commentary. Do you remember Red Bull the other guys? Dude, Red I Bull, swear the other guys. Like, it's like mystery science theater for any yeah. live event. There's no reason why anyone hasn't done that yet. I yeah. don't have the technology to do it, but then you have like What are you talking about? We're doing a, sh- a show right now. Right, but I'm saying like okay, so there's a, so that the, that just talks shit on everything. The couch surfing show. Like Joe Tudor shit, does like he does alternate commentary so that you can go back and forth yeah. and listen and have like a shit talking commentary versus the professional WSL commentary. And it'd um, be interesting to see where the numbers were
0: better. Well, the problem there is obviously WSL has proprietary rights on the broadcast. So you can't just show the broadcast. Well, no, you've got, you've got beach grit who yeah, does but it's a not live, like a, um, that's live, a, uh, message
1: board or you could just take super positive and fun. What if you just took, I'm, no, I'm no. like, I'm spitballing this because yeah. I'm, I've, I kind of want to do this. What if you take the WSL, you screen record on your computer and you do almost like a Twitch broadcast. Well, because what happened when you tried that at the Olympics? Oh yeah. It was shut down. They it's shut really, you down
0: because yeah. you don't own it. But no, the Re- the red bull, the other guys, they did it a couple times at the Vulcan pipe pro and it was more like podcast style. A little looser, so there's know. something to be said there. Um, like I said, Sawyer Limblad and uh, Sally Fitzgibbons made the final for women. Sawyer Lindblad, 17 years old, San Clemente took the win. Sweet, yeah. Um, and then what was the who won for the, the long long things? Uh, pretty rad. Two surfers from the south shore of Oahu, Kaniela Stewart and Kalis Kaleopa'a. That's, those are two fun names to say 50 times a day. Kalis Kaleopa'a. I've, I've really been, pra- I've honestly been practicing my Hawaiian name pronunciation. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Pua Makame De Soto, uh, Eva Leilua Wong. I'm
1: doing better, huh? Pretty good, dude. John, you- John Florence. <laughs> so, um, what, you know, we've got a whole bunch of shit coming up here. We've got the next competition moves to Tahiti, which is the complete and total opposite. Say
0: it's Hiohopo. Hiohopo.
1: Nice. And say that words.
0: again. Chopo. Chopo. So we're going I like if you say it casually, it kind of sounds. It's just weird. When Ch'opo. People, it's
1: weird when you Ch'opo. Do that. Ch'opo. Chopo. It's weird when. Chopo. You it. It's weird when you say it like that. Chopo. Ch'opo. <laughs> anyway, we're Tahiti. going. To, we're going to Tahiti, and then we go straight into the final fivers at uh, yeah. uh, lowers after that. But Tahiti. Did you see
0: the trials. What. Oh, my God. The trials for... Every year before the Shiseido Tahiti Pro, there's a trials event where local Tahitians uh, get to compete to see who gets to be the one local wild card. And the waves were like 8 to 10-foot, glassy, freaking gnarly. And you had Aimo Zermak and Matahi Jolay. And they just... It was like that... um, john john medina john john slater like that crazy big perfect day these dudes are just going back to back barrel barrel and it was insane uh matahi jolay got the wild card and now you've got cowley vast and matahi Jole in the event so sorry championship tour guys um they're gonna probably beat you.
1: Well, I'm excited. I mean, the Tahiti Pro is always the most exciting penultimate event to watch. As long as it's not waist high, right? You know, when if it's it, waist high, it just makes you want to go surf. Me too. But it's going to be, you know, with a little bit of help from uh, from Mother Nature, a show again that kind of separates the people that. Yeah, I mean, everyone that's that's on the CT these days. It knows they're all it knows what they're getting into yeah. there. Well, I Felipe can't wait. And so that's August go. 11th through 20th. So that's not, that's like this weekend. It starts up. Yeah. Are you going? I'm not going. Oh, weird.
0: Wasn't invited. Nope. I, I, I am invited to the rip curl WSL finals. So I'm excited about that. Um, Why is that? Cause
1: they don't have to buy you a plane ticket.
0: No, I, I don't know what position they're going to have me in. I don't know what wolves they're going to feed me to this year. Probably. Maybe I'll be yelling. People's reverse names cowgirl. Again. I don't know. Uh, but the Shiseido Tahiti Pro is coming up, and if Felipe Toledo catches a wave this year and wins one heat, he will be your number one seed going into the final five. Uh, Ethan and Griff need to win to take the top spot. Yago is looking like but what he's does got that a even mean? Shot. It doesn't mean shit. It does mean shit because what? that means you're the top seed. You only have to surf against one person at lowers. Remember, mm. five people. If you're fifth, you got to surf. Five, eight times, which could like be. Stephanie Gilmore did last year.
1: So literally, literally, if Toledo is in the number one spot, he has to surf one heat, three
0: heats. So the the number the championship round is is three heats, best of three. Okay, I still don't like it. You don't
1: get it. No, I don't don't well, like I it? get it. I don't like it. I like you. It's like cornhole. You've it's always like, been Do cool you re- to me. I would. I this this completely off off subject but I learned how to I learned how to play cornhole with the cornhole rules so that's when a
0: person straps a fake penis on and comes
1: up Yes, it's very, it's a great, it's great for barbecues. Oh, the game where you throw the bags in the yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's a there's, good game. there are real, real rules to cornhole. Real rules. <laughs> real rules. R-ra. So that's, uh, that's what what's coming up. And then um, you're on beach grid again for some weird reason. Why? Yeah. Oh, I just
0: want to say one last note about the US Open. I think like X Games returned, in my humble opinion, I think the US Open returned, um, Needs to be bold It was just like, on the beach, dude. It was yeah. It was just. It need was to bring just, the skate uh, back. It was cool, and and they do need to bring skate back. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. So, randomly, this story is kind of fucked up. Okay, so there's a guy, a singer of this band called Lost Profits. It's a lame metal, like whatever band. They're from the UK. From the UK. So this guy got uh, busted for all kinds of probably some of the worst like molestation just kid child, rape. like he child he, he basically bullshit. tried to rape a baby. Fuck. I mean that's what it says online and, and it's just the worst the worst dude ever. So he got um he's in jail for a long time and the this news story came out it was on Instagram. It's where I get all my news. I trust everything I see on Instagram. Perfect. Anyway, he got uh kidnapped by a bunch of other prisoners and they um they beat him up, they stabbed him for like 6 hours and tortured him. Unfortunately he didn't die and so I put a a po, or like a comment that said please let us know who these gentlemen are so we can send money to their commissary to buy them you know you send them money in prison and anyway it was like a joke but I was just stoked to see this dude got destroyed um, So so Grit picked that up and made a post out of it mm. <laughs> slow day over there slow day at beach grit um but they did they, they did say something that Todd you'll probably agree with they said Chris Cote is also a shill for the World Surf League but we all got to make a living so wow. they agree with you They called you a shill I'm a shill I've never said shill You've you've I've meant never shill. said shill Okay shill is pretty Shill hard. is gnarly Those guys are shills for something I don't know I guess it's a it's, it's, it's nice to be thought of, you know? Right. It's nice that I have enough clout that I can get a beach grit feature just about a comment that I wrote.
1: Uh, we also have other news. Stab Highway, this Great season, show. unbelievable. Great show. Unreal. Great show. And I think that, you know, as far as the cast of characters in this one, oh, it's, so it's so good. pretty awesome. Raglan Surf Report,
0: you got uh, Zeke is back, Zoe McDougal, uh, Australians, French, uh, people from all—it's just—and they've picked. Yeah, you're you're right. It's like uh, you couldn't have casted this any better. Yeah,
1: it's fantastic. And, and the challenges are great. I'm a massive Luke Cedarman fan. Yeah. I think that his demeanor Cedar is man Call right, him. Should we call him? Right on point. It's it's nighttime over there. But what anyways, time is it there in New Zealand? Yeah.
0: You add. It's like
1: Friday the I, December twelfth I think 12th you add something. three and then switch the AM to PM.
0: Yeah, it's October in New Zealand. Um, so rate. Stab Highway is great. It's totally worth being a premium member of uh, of Stab. Uh, did hey, we yeah, talk been, about Quicksilver Repeater last week? I think
1: we did a little bit.
0: But, but it isn't a porta
1: potty? Uh, when is um So when is the next episode of uh, How Surfers Make Money come out? I don't know. We need to get that information from Stab because... I know I did an interview, and I'm really curious what I said. Sick that you were invited. I only get invited by Beach Grit.
0: I'd like to be invited by Stab.
1: Connor Coffin is officially no longer competing on the championship tour. He uh, or, the, or the, He's not competing.
0: At all. He pro- he, he'll he probably be in the Rincon Classic, but basically made the announcement Um Connor's only thirty years old, so of course he's got a lot left to uh, offer. Does he have fans. have a baby? No, baby. He's getting married. He asked, he asked me to DJ his wedding, which Whoa. was an honor for me, but I can't do it because it's it, I'm, I was busy that day. But was it like a, a, from across a bar?
1: Hey, you should totally Bro. DJ my wedding. No, no, it was.
0: Uh, you sent me an I've email? DJed some pretty big weddings. All right. All right? No, we talked about it in person, and so basically, Connor um, just taking off the jersey. And, uh, it was a cool moment, you know, people were crying and he's one of those surfers that you do miss, you know, but you miss him on the championship tour cause he's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, so congratulations, Connor. He's not retiring whatsoever, but hopefully more video parts, uh, and, and good stuff coming. So, and congratulations to Connor and his lovely fiance getting married later this year. Um, oh, I have a special report. The dog surfing championships. Um, What? Yeah. Where's this at? The dog surfing championships went down in Pacifico, Pacifica Beach. Now, you want to hear the report? This is a. This is how professionals do it. Surfing has gone to the dogs, quite literally, thanks to the World Dog Surfing Championships.
1: Sheree just likes to kind of hunker down on the board. She's, you know, pretty much a big boulder. She gets uh, gets down in the back, butt goes up, chest goes down.
0: Okay, and that's why I have to finish that because wow. this, this is the best, one of the best quotes I've ever heard, and I'm definitely making a trap record out of this. Butt goes up, chest goes
1: down. Butt goes up. chest goes, goes up. Chest goes down.
0: Butt goes up. Chest goes down. That's the sound. Butt goes up. Chest goes down. There's something there. There's some kind of sketchy hip hop song to be made. Uh, that's all. Well, when I typed in surfing news on the internet, um, it was all dog surfing championship stories. U.S. Open was like eighth down. Dog surfing is dog surfing may be more popular globally than human surfing. And as it should be. Dogs are just better. Uh, dogs are better. A um, couple other th- quick things. What else? Quicksilver repeater is great. Yep. Surf Girls show on, I think, Amazon or Netflix is really good. It was actually... It's a four-part series called Surf Girls uh, Hawaii. Um, Alex Morgan, Chloe Kim, Simon Manuel, and Sue Bird, a group of power females put this one together. It showcases a group of surfers from Hawaii, uh, Hokolani Topping, um, Eva Leilua Wong, uh, we had the Queen of Pipeline, and Pu'amakame De Soto. It's just a cool bubblegum, fun show about surfing that the whole family can watch. Uh, the world's fanciest surf contest is coming up Todd this is the one we have to commentate we've got to like start a petition or something the Four Seasons Maldives Surfing Champions Trophy returns to the Four Seasons Maldives now, how many people are invited to this then? So far, there's three. This is coming up August twenty first. Twenty five thousand dollars. There's three people invited. Adriana De Souza. So it's like five star uh, lodging. Like nine star.
1: Nine star.
0: You know those those f- resorts and it, they're like a the, out on a pier and in the room yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got like a you can like take a dump while looking at fish. Well, you can do that every day, really. Anyway. And I just saw Chris Binz is one of the main media people behind this. Binzy, bro. Can you imagine Chris Cote and Todd Richards as commentators for the Four Seasons Maldives Surfing Champions Trophy? We'll cut the
1: ad block in half. Dude,
0: we'll volunteer. Just cover our flight and our stay and our food. And maybe a a couple grand, and we'll totally do it.
1: So Mason and Coco are doing it. Adriano D'Souza. And you know Josh Kerr has done. Yeah. I mean, Kelly's been there. Shane Dorian. It's like the best contest
0: ever. Yeah. Wasn't invited.
1: Skate News is brought to you by Beneath Apparel, BN3TH Apparel. Yes. Underwear. Dude, it's Sheckler month. It is. It's Sheckler month. Why? Well... Ryan had his documentary come out, Rolling Away. He also had this incredible video part drop, Lifer. Um, and was on the Nine Club for another amazing episode. Yeah, he's he, Ryan is back, dude. dude. Like, and it's not like it's really funny because we've gone through so many different. Call, call him. I know. I mean, I'll call him. I'll, I can't. My phone's <laughs> doing
0: the thing. He got out of it. Um, but uh, anyway... we're both scared to call him, even though he knows
1: us and we love him. It's just. I feel, like, I feel like, like I feel like, I feel like you know, he's once again had like the fourth, like of a fourth wind. Yeah. And anyone that wrote him off during the uh, life of Ryan years has just totally eaten their word. One, the the yeah, so one of the best uh, things that he talked about on the nine club
0: was double pits to chesty, something he got ridiculed for by a lot of people. And on the nine club, they asked him, they're like, well, how much did that pay you? And he said a million dollars. A million dollars. And he got to act, he got to do the commercial in San Clemente. He had mm-hmm. a bunch of his homies on the set. They all got paid. It's just more reason to love Ryan Sheckler. For a million dollars, I will shove this microphone in my ass right now. And I will talk into it for days after that for a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, I just... If anybody ever questioned, like... Yeah, but is he like a real skater? He's t- realer than that. He's realer than real. The shit he did in Encinitas... Five, four five times, trying to kill himself jumping off the probably, I would say that's like the other than the leap of faith. That's the gnarliest skate spot in air quotes because it's not. That's probably the
1: gnarliest spot. No, I think there I is. think the not like this. It's definitely in the top five wonders of of skateboarding. Yeah, but I think you know if you're in terms of gnarly, right? Right, gnarly things that you do tricks into street skating. Street skating. Yeah. I think the car wash in LA is the gnarliest. I I disagree. I think the the Encinitas bank is
0: it's it's like six or eight feet taller. I want to see someone. Do you th-
1: like? I, did I talk about this last week? I want to see someone street plan into it. Oh, we were talking about Winkowski doing a ho ho from the top. Right. I mean, that's li- like I've been thinking about that, and I drive by that bank every day, day to it, yeah. and I look up at that thing, and it literally has like Vallely street plant into that written all over it.
0: Right. I think there's going to be, there's going to be more tricks that go down there. Uh, they didn't, they didn't mention Zane Timpson's uh, tail drop that was actually done on a, a the the steepest part. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been, I think like maybe a dozen, 10 or so tricks on it. People have done stuff on
1: that bank and into that bank for Aaron, a long time. But
0: Aaron, Oh, what's his name? The Zero guy. You're Aaron right. Harrison, I think, was the first one to do it. Bam did it. Um, yeah, a lot of did it. Oh. Um, I'm getting new floors in my house. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you putting them in? Uh, so, yeah, it's Sheckler Month. Congratulations to Sheckler. And also, congratulations to our homie Ira, who was on the podcast two weeks ago. He had a big part in making Lifer, or he made Lifer, and then a big part in the documentary. The documentary also highlights all the filmers that... We're in and around it. And if you've ever been on a gnarly session, whether it's vert and like really involved in it, it's one thing to like watch it from the stands. But to be involved in a gnarly session at a big park or like a gnarly spot, double set, it's like it takes a different type of person to sit there and film and watch their friends like destroy themselves for hours at a time. Because most of us are like, oh, dude, you know what? It's cool. Like, we're good. But filmers have to go, are you good? You want to do it again? Do it again. Please do it it. again. So shout out to all of them. Uh, And you know what? You got to love a good quality current skate flick. And for my money, the video of the year so far is Bubble, the new Lakai movie. Tyler Pacheco, it, Griffin uh, I, Gas. I, I think it's Yamashita. because there were
1: so many, there's so many different types of yeah. skating that was was in it. Stevie
0: Perez, James Caps, Jimmy Wilkins, Riley Hawk, Greg Dayhart, Rick Howard, Vincent Alvarez, Cody Chapman, Simon Bannero. Directed and edited by John Morello. And I uh, I sent a, I sent I was chilling yesterday, you know, gummies at the house, like getting sentimental, watching videos, and I DM'd like half of these people. What?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, good
0: job. No, I DM'd, I think I DM'd the John Morello, I DM'd Cody Chapman, maybe even um, <laughs> Tyler Pacheco. I don't know. And I DM'd, I DM'd Kayanosuke Kaya Yamashita, just like, congrats on the part, amazing job, you killed it. Who wouldn't want to hear that from a middle aged, grown ass man fan? But anyway, uh, John Morello, Hit me back and said thank you. Sick. So don't be afraid to DM people when they do something good. Uh, okay, this is the uh, the talking contest. What? So congratulations to Nixon, 25 years. Patrick Odell did a out. documentary let's, about. Let's break it.
1: out this. This is this is for the people that are watching on the live. Well, don't uh, don't rip it because I'm going to sell it. I mean, <laughs>
0: this is the uh,
1: Nixon 25 years. This is the. Uh, Anniversary edition of the player, the original watch that had the little diamond in it, and here it is. This is the Nixon. Hold it up to that one too. Twenty fifth
0: anniversary. And for for those of you who are not watching via video, this is a basically player. It's a player watch, uh, kind of squarish shaped, beautiful. Put the packaging in there. I gotta put this on eBay. No, dude, I'm keeping it, a collector's item. So. Patrick O'Dell, of epically Latered fame, uh, came and did a documentary about Nixon, and it was really good, Um, but everyone was talking about how awesome Todd Richards and I were in in the documentary. Oh, really? Salema was a close third place for best speaker, best talker about Nixon. All the pros and stuff were okay, but I think Todd and I were probably the best interviews, but... I, as a a humble person myself, and I have a very, very high opinion of myself, I'm going to give Todd the win. And I want to say mostly, because Todd and I, we probably had the most screen time of any of the people interviewed, right? Other than maybe Chad and Andy, the owners. So Todd had a quote, the very end of it. And he said,
1: what did you say? I said it's a party on your wrist. It's a and party on your invited. wrist. I don't know yeah. where that yeah. came from. That was a great quote. You also stole one of my lines. I was going to ask you about that. You kind of took, took your line, from me. Me. Yeah.
0: Well, you took um, my nickname in high school for me, so I finally got to pay you back. I said it's God's waiting room for snowboarders and skiers, which is, is, which is a Todd Richards trademark classic. But now we're
1: even. Hey, All right, now we're even. I also just want to shout out one more Nixon thing. So it appears to me that oh, this is actually a good story. That Nixon, uh, uh, oh look on the inside, gave everyone um, watches at the U.S. Open of
0: Surf. It's got like a, it's got a um, U.S. Open thing on the back. Okay. And uh, it's limited edition. And I actually grabbed one of these to put it on the broadcast. And I said I'll bring it back. And I never brought it back. Wait, so technically, you, I stole it. You this. stole this. Yeah. So, so here's what we're going to do. Since I stole this watch and I don't want that on my conscience, I'm going to give it out to a viewer. Oh, sick. So, how do you want to do it? Like, best? it got to be in the continental United States because I can't afford to ship this thing to like Antarctica.
1: Yeah, let's give it. We're going to give this watch away and we're also going to hook you up with some stickers. Let's keep it local. Um, this is the official U.S. Open of Surf Nixon watch stolen by Chris Cote. And I
0: apologize to uh, Matt Ramirez, Dane Berry, my handlers in regards to Nixon things at the U.S. Wait, Open. What, you borrowed it
1: from them? For st- I, I borrowed it from the store and I forgot to bring it back. Wow, you shopped it watch. So we're going to do a giveaway. Watch.
0: We're going to do a giveaway of the U.S. Open we watch. We are
1: now trafficking in stolen merchandise here on the Monday Mass. Yeah. Did not you, you expect. This away? Any less.
0: This is one stain. So watch the Nixon doc and you tell us. All right. um, How about this? Best comment on the Monday mass official YouTube. No offense to Todd's live, which is vastly more popular. Best comment. Who won the talking contest between Chris and Todd in the Nixon documentary? No one is going to. I tell you who got the first shout out hard post from Patrick O'Dell. That would be me. And I think he felt guilty because he did one on you a couple of days later. But I got well, I will one.
1: also best comment on on this on my life. Okay,
0: somebody's gonna win. Uh, just best comment. You can this, this watch, watch
1: stolen. I wore this watch up my ass for twenty five years. What's that yeah. from? Uh,
0: Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that's great. Great. Look at this person says watching. Kowalchuk says Kowalchuk. hi. Kowalchuk. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What's up, Kowalchuk? We're watching you, too. All right. So um, let's move on to snow news. snow news. Snowboard News is brought to you by Mint uh, Lampshade here, give it back, give Brother. It. Baden. Nick Baden sent us two
0: beanies. You know what? If, you're, if I, I don't even know Nick, but to know him is to love him. I, I, and I love him for this because him and his friends just started this rad company. They make their own hats. And I think they have, like, 20 followers. So we're in early. We're, like, early supporters of Nick Baden's I feel like Lampshade Brother hat.
1: My hat was, was knitted out of, like, one of those small, white, yippee dogs that your asshole no, old lady neighbor a has. No, snow owl.
0: I like my hat. I said I wanted camo colors, and Nick Baden delivered. Thank you, Nick. I'm going to put that right there. Lampshade Brother. Also brought to you by Mint Snowboard Tours at Mint. Tours, there's still spots on the Hokkaido, Hok- Hokkaido tours with Igmar and there. Chad. I'm going, Igmar. Is it like steep? Am I gonna get stuck in no, snow? Pow, pow, lampshade, brother for the hat. Um, I, I actually found some pertinent snow news, Todd. That's sweet. Three time Olympic look. gold medalist Sean White, aka the flying tomato. This tells you this mainstream news the way it's written professional snowboarder and skateboarder in conjunction with lucrative sponsor deals boasts a net worth of 70 million dollars. And on his documentary, he can be seen wearing the Omega Speedmaster Moonwatch. That's a 6 to 8,000 dollar watch. So he's getting paid a lot of money He's worth 70 million. I don't Yet feel like that's a, a I 6, don't feel 000, like that's a flex. 6,000 dollar watch. I think it's a it's cool because it's like an attainable thing. Personally, I'd say go out and get yourself a Nixon 25 anniversary player
1: Or say something smart And funny like if you're, and win this if watch If you're making Like bank Right Like bank bank 70 million dollar bank Whatever Yeah 70 million dollars let's, let's say that your Annual Yearly salary Is eclipsing 5 million dollars Yeah like me Are you gonna buy a watch Like is that like A thing that happens Like well, you just become get, Like a watch guy Obviously getting watches For free But I'm just saying I think like, if
0: you're a rapper Yeah you gotta buy a watch Or like a professional Athlete
1: you know it's really funny. Uh, Patrick O'Dell's uh, interview on the Nine Club. He was talking about how a bunch of people that ride for Nixon don't even ever set their watches.
0: Right. They just like how it looks.
1: They just put it on. Yeah. This is a wrist trinket. Just it's fashion. Fashion. That's why it. I this, put this, watch, go, put in this my ass. watch in my ass. But I feel like you know that kind of goes to this watch idea that I pitched Nixon. Actually, Chad Denena is is watching, watching. us right What's now. What's up, Chad? Congratulations. And on I 25 pitched years. this watch idea that literally there's no numbers or hands on the watch and it was because like time oh, is, time is a, a time is a concept that's no, a it just looks like this and no actually the numbers are on it but there's just no hands it's a great because idea also number that's, 1 that's weird that they didn't make that it would never it's break brilliant. the watch would never break so
0: smart and number 2 time is a concept bro it's weird that you don't have a successful watch company i would think with ideas like that you would be like bigger than Nixon you skin watch band. by now uh, what else do we have in high school what else do we uh, have Xavier de la Rue uh, has a new video out taking us through his quiver of directional snowboards and this actually caught my eye so he's a Rosignol guy but he makes uh pintail snowboards mm-hmm. and I don't I, I think I've had I think you actually gave me a snowboard one year that was like pretty pointy on both ends but a pintail snowboard. I mean, is this something that would be just for like big mountain, like a I mean, like a gun,
1: like a surf gun? Kind of. I the, the the whole idea behind like a pintail snowboard. Yes. Is it's for powder, basically. Okay. Um, I love powder. It's so that you can sink the tail, so mm-hmm. you're constantly causing float for the nose. Are you okay. right? Are you writing this down? Yeah. So you're constantly causing float for What'd the you nose. Say, sink the tail butt goes up chest goes down exactly so you're sinking the tail of the board so the nose pops out so you can kind of swivel around okay and, and get the job done have you ever ridden a pintail i think i have i think i mean technically i believe the yes 420 is, <laughs> oh. a, is a pintail Let goes up chest goes down Four mm-hmm. 420 centimeters yeah
0: so that's you it. You smoke flour on that thing or I what, bro? Um,
1: Xavier Rue is like really gnarly. Huh? Zava's great. He one of the gnarliest, he's, would you say? He's one of the gnarliest snowboard cross guys ever. Yeah. Um, cool name. Too. One of the gnarliest, like uh, just big mountain riders. Zav have you ever was... seen him on a surfboard? Butt goes up, chest goes down. Wow. So we need one of those buttons.
0: Uh, what else do you Mammoth have? For mountain News? has finally made their decision. They will be closing as of.
1: The, yes, yesterday Sunday, <laughs> we missed it
0: so they closed on Sunday but I mean we're talking so Sunday August
1: 6th the longest season that Mammoth Mountain has had in the history of that resort August 6th there were, there so were many still days. jumps yeah. there were still rails You could probably still. they could probably still
0: stay open there were so many days measuring perfectly at 9 inches of snow I know that for a fact I can't believe it's
1: closed. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going with that joke. It's not I even can't funny. It's closed. It's not funny. What? That's
0: a good base, dude. Nine inches of snow? Anyway. That's a good base. So that's snowboard
1: news. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, we have so many questions to You answer. know, we, we gotta get to these questions because I've got Nobody I'm cares I'm about going this. up to Los Angeles this afternoon because I'm going to see Santi Gold tonight. Oh, sweet. Perhaps I get to That's see. That's snowboard news. Kind of, because Trevor uh, Andrew, potentially I'd be able to see him. He hasn't responded to my DM yet. Trevor. I was like, hey, are watching. you going to be there? Are your wifey's show and crickets. He's like drawing
0: ghosts on Gucci. Hey, Gucci ghosts. Bags, Killing it. All right. Trevor so. Andrew. I think Trevor Andrew of the like action sports people that have moved on to
1: a second career, Trevor Andrew's got one of the best of them. Mm-hmm. Just drawing, right. yeah. Ghosts, sick. Um, Nerd news is brought to you by New Greens. <laughs> Outlive your friends. It's the ultimate flex. I don't. I, th- I put all this. Sh- I, who cares about this? Honestly, no. I want to. I want to talk about it because uh, it's, okay. it's
0: frightening. Okay. Well, you care about it. Okay. So at the end of the month, quicks Quicksilver, Ruka, Roxy, DC, Von Zipper, and Element will have one new owner. Um, authentic Brands Group bought Boardwriters. Is the parent company for all that. This was a $1.3 billion deal. In that $1.3 billion deal, is there any money carved out by Quicksilver
1: for Todd Richards? That's the question that I will have answered at the end of this month. I think there's a lot of people at Quick right now that are... You know, not just the team riders, but a lot of people in marketing, a lot of people that are, uh, you know, quote unquote, sitting upstairs. Nobody really knows. I'm not laughing at this shit because this is serious. It's fucking real, dude. A lot
0: of our friends, a lot of cool people. And it affects the culture because all these brands, when they were separated, they would battle. We need these
1: these brands to survive. We need... To have, but I, I do know for a fact that the way that this the the whole authentic brand structuring is going to go down, is that there's going to be like licensees for like someone is going to run Quicksilver Snow, someone's going to run Quicksilver Surf, different company, different different yes or different groups, different, different, different licensee groups are going to take these different parts of the brands, which to me. It seems like okay, that's an awful lot of organizing of communications because as a brand as a big brand like, you know, like Quicksilver or or Roxy or DC, you have to give a message. Like you have to have a message that comes across in right. all the different parts of what your brand represents. How are we supposed to do this if each one of these little thing, little brands is offshot into different um, holding companies, right. it's really frightening to me because I think that's been the strength of all of these brands within Action Sports. Is you like everyone gets behind everyone else and and tries to push whatever's happening. Like mm-hmm. let's say like Repeater, right? Right. Quicksilver so Quicksilver Repeater, great, repeater great came out, uh, you know, a couple days ago. From the snowboard team to the surfers to marketing, everyone is pushing that yeah. because it's a cohesive message. We all want to be part of it. We're it's all cool. really proud of what we come from. I mean Quicksilver's given me a lifestyle for for 25
0: years. And I'm with you a little bit nervous because I think that Quicksilver snow gear is the best it's ever been. Fuck Maybe yeah, the dude. best gear out by any like of of our industry companies. We've done a, we've done I mean I'm just Billabong wetsuits I'm, are amazing. I don't want them to like t- somehow get worse. you know, like okay, well we're going to be Billabong wetsuits, but we're going to be built by this whatever Factory, so I just want the quality to be there. And look, I don't wear like tons of Billabong or Ruka or Volcom anymore, but I I, I appreciate it. I like it.
1: Yeah, and it's it's it's, it's like one of those things. It's it's like you know, you may not care about you know, say the X Games or the Dew Tour or what happens to Quicksilver or what happens to Billabong, but you know what? If those brands fail, it's terrible. For the, the entire culture. industry, for the entire culture. Yeah. If you liked if you like uh, you know, seeing natural selection, well, natural selection is is put on in a big way by these brands that we're talking about right now. So yeah. it's like and the trickle down effect, like if, if all of a sudden, you know, these bedrock brands of the industry start to fall away and not put add dollars into like putting on great events or Sponsoring incredible riders like Rice and things like that, like you, be- it begins to erode, and we just become shitty. Like yeah. we- we're no better than like some Tilly's house brand. Like nothing to take away from Tilly's, but fuck that, dude. Like I've ridden for Quicksilver for twenty-five fucking years. Like I feel that Quicksilver is as much a part of me as, as, you know, anything else. Like, it's like Nixon. I've been with Nixon for almost the same amount of time. You're in like, the
0: documentary.
1: They're like, they're these brands that I identify with as much as the brands, yeah. you know, are synonymous with surf, skate, and snow. Because Quicksilver, you know, I don't know if you know, but, and I'm sure a lot of people do, Quicksilver's been in snow since the freaking beginning, since like 1990, 89 maybe. Yeah. But, you know, so I really hope that I got my fingers crossed that there's not too much of a disruption. I know there's going to be some people that lose their jobs. I know it's going to be really That's hard for some people, but I'm hoping that we get to keep a core team yeah. of individuals that can keep what we've done over the last two or three years at Quick and keep it going because we yeah. this we got the ball moving, man. Well, and they and they make they make videos possible.
0: They make it possible for us to watch, you know, Ethan Ewing on beautiful ways they make these they make it possible for the core audience to get to see the best surfing, skating, snowboarding that's not going to come from an ESPN or uh, an NBC or any you know any major media channel. You'll see events there, mm-hmm. but you're not going to see surf trips, you're not going to see Beautiful photos and images of all this stuff. Like, so, look, I don't,
1: I don't care if you yeah. want to if you want to break off a piece of the licensee and Quicksilver and sell beach yeah, balls, beach balls, and umbrella and hair wax. I don't give a shit because literally, Keep the quick, snow team Quicksilver's Quicksilver's big enough of a brand that, that it's a big enough. It's not core. You know what I mean? Like, if you think about Quicksilver, it's not. It's core. cool though. DC is not core. Billabong's not core. These are not core. Like what you would consider core brands, but they they help support core. Exactly. Shops. They they. It's it's really the attitude within. The pockets of the brands, like you know, who they sponsor for surfers, who they get behind within snowboarding, what kind of things they they push forward with, you know, their video projects, etc. Who they have in there, how much free shit they give me. I'm begging you, if there's anyone that is listening that has, any, there's no one fucking listening that has anything <laughs> to do with these brands, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like you know,
0: yeah, they are.
1: Which I want to continue the work. Yeah, I want to do the work. I want to continue the work. Look, her.
0: Okay, her, uh, here's an example. Hurley, is a is a perfect example of a brand that started off as like as core as it gets. Well, it started off core. Bought, sold, da da da. There's all these things going out like Hurley Beardwax, Hurley scooter. But the fact is, at the U.S. Open, you know, you had you had the Hurley crew there. They were the ones putting the bands on the stage, and I They're saw also some the ones bands. that like Bob Hurley and what and and yeah, doubled the about that.
1: doubled the freaking prize money at one point. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, and and then they had this. They helped put on this cool thing, uh, inherent bummer. Put on this three day party at this mall. Hurley put money behind it.
1: And so hey, I, I want que- to answer a don't want to answer a question here from from Terry. I want to answer a question. He says it doesn't help on Quicksilver. It doesn't help the Quicksilver image when the gear is flooding. Uh, like quote unquote Marshalls and Why? these big deposits. Why? you can get stores. it for cheaper. Than it's a- <laughs> it's been there for years, dude. It's if only, if you I don't-
0: was buying gotcha shit when I was in seventh grade at Miller's or at Marshalls, and I was so stoked because I couldn't afford it at a surf shop, but I could afford it at Marshalls, TJ Maxx, whatever. And like, yeah, support your local surf shop, of course. But the fact that you can get some cool shit at Ross. You can go into Ross and find a sick. There is no more core. Go for it.
1: There's no more core. We're gonna kill you. (laughs) You know, it's it's like look. If you have stuff at Nordstroms, like Quicksilver at Nordstroms, yeah, it's there. Okay, it doesn't mean like I've tell I, your mom to go buy it for you, bro. If you like it, you we need the general public to come in and help these brands out because I hate yeah. to tell you, the core people don't spend any fucking money. No, we get it for free. They don't, and the the core I dudes don't free. spend money. Like Volcom, when Volcom sold to um, to VF, like. They went from youth against establishment to being the establishment. And it's guess, like but guess what? Nothing's really happened. They still have a great team. They still have like, you know, they wanna, make good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. There is no more core. Core died in the early 90s. Where P- core is synonymous with poor. All the brands that claim they were so core fucking core are gone. Now, when you say core surf shop. Yes, you have surf shops that are owned by skaters and surfers and snowboarders, and that is their backbone. But you know what? The people that go into those shops are, are really what make those shops. So, so if you have these big brands like Quicksilver that offer certain products to Nordstrom's, but then we, they create a line of stuff that you can only buy at a core shop, hell yes, dude. Like, that's that's how it has to be. These brands have to be everything to everybody because they're so big at this point. Yeah, and, and guess just, what? it just comes
0: with growth. Al Cleland Jr., Rolo, Mikey Wright. Uh, these dudes are getting paid by Quicksilver to entertain us, and they're doing a great job at that. So it's the uh, same, we, could, we could honestly go on and on about it's this. It's the same
1: like, in snowboarding, you know? People were so up in arms when, ah, they fucking sell to a ski shop. These brands are trying to fucking survive. Yeah. Like, that's bottom line. The brands, like... You're you know, you wanna sit here and complain and I'm gonna go get this online for ten dollars cheaper. You're part of the fucking problem. You got Todd triggered, y'all. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like this is like this is something that i that I feel very passionately about. Like as a professional athlete that came up through the heydays of money and seeing what a core shop was and all the all these different adjectives that are thrown out, what the industry is. But really what we're dealing with now is people that love to fucking complain online about shit, Yeah, but they won't buy at the core shop because they can save fucking $4 on Amazon. That is the problem. It's not going into Marshalls or Nordstroms. It's people buying shit off of backcountry.com going, or, in, going or, into a
0: surf or shop or taking a photo of the board or the wetsuit the t-shirt that you want and then finding it online that's yeah, a dick move just fuck
1: that dude. buy it like, from
0: your local surf just go in, shop surf shops no
1: support the brands that you love or Ross, support the shops that you, support the brands that you love through the shops that you love or the shops that you can identify with if you're going to mail if you're going to internet order internet from order from some of the shops that have, have you know have backbone in this industry and I mean, Quicksilver has the people that run Quick that I deal with, that sit upstairs. These are all surfers. These are all snowboarders. These are these are the core of the core people. This yeah. is like a lot of people have. This is their dream job is to work at some of these brands. Yes, so we got to move on.
0: Whatever. I love when you get passionate, Todd. I really do, and I agree with everything you just said. Good. Um, Take I'm that. I'm there with you. Yeah. Do you want to start questions? Yeah, let's go to questions. Questions are presented by
1: uh, Machu Picchu. There we go. There you go. Machu Picchu. Sugar-free energy brought to you by Yerba Mate. Yeah. It will get you jacked up and ready to yell and and scream online. (laughs) Dude, you almost had me... In tears?
0: No. Okay. Honestly, I really really loved everything you just said, and I hope people listen to this podcast long enough to get there, to Todd's um, impassioned... Truth, no cap. I will literally Stop. shove this microphone up, Crips, for a million dollars. For a million dollars, <laughs> double pits to Mike in the butt. Here we go. Double pits to Testy. Terry All right, Cohen podcast question: Who are the best action sports broadcasters other than yourselves? Wow, that's a great question. Honestly, I you are going to roll your eyes at this. I loved the crew I worked with at the at the U.S. Open. Um, everybody brought a unique element. Um, I don't think there's a best because I think everyone kind of has a different style that they like. Um, same with skate. I mean, these are just all of our friends. So it's like, yeah, that's, that's who's best. Todd and I's friends and co-workers.
1: Okay. I'm going to be a little bit more specific. You're
0: going to pick names. I'll pick names. I you pick love,
1: names. I love when Ross Williams was in the booth. Good, I thought, I thought that was there. great in surfing. Yeah. Um, good I, call. I love list, like Paul Zitzer when he is talking about skateboarding. Yeah. Um Ronnie Blakey's voice itself is very
0: soothing yep. to me. Joe Terpel knows more about competitive history in surfing. Like like to the to the minute,
1: every number, like the dude is a savant. Um I I think that Todd Harris does an amazing job. Yeah. And I think that you know his job for what he does. And Barton, yes, Danana Barton Lynch. Barton Lynch is, is great. my favorite. So I'm sorry. Thanks, Chris. thanks, Todd. Barton, Barton, you, Barton Lynch is my favorite older surf commentator. He and he, no, but he's he, really good. He Barton breaks ISA, it down. He
0: does ISA events, and he has a podcast called The Stoked Floke. Yeah. Um. Jeez. AJ McCord, the the the, the newest sideline personality for dead. And Salema, gee, really we can't good. forget about Salema Salama. Mas- yeah.
1: Uh, uh, let's keep going. Great.
0: Keep going. That was a great question. Mm-hmm. Got us all fired up. All right. I got a ton of questions to get through. Okay, go. Um, I just got to find
1: the Is Homesick 2024 happens? Are you going to come back east again? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I hope Homesick happens again. It was the best, ser- uh, best uh, snowboard gathering competition that I've been to in the last 15 years. I can't wait to have it happen again. I don't care where it is. Another one of my favorite. Go surf announcers. Mitchell
0: Salazar has a question. I love working with Mitch question for the pod. Could the U S open be tied for an ISA event as the most tiring event to announce? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, if it is a challenger series event. So when you work a championship tour event, you get lay days, you're in places like J Bay, Tahiti, you only have to work for like three, maybe four days, challenger series events, ISA events. That's a nine to five, every day but it's such a great job i mean you get to talk about surfing and skating it's like the best job um i loved it uh here we go oh this is a good question Mm -hmm. mark king so mark king aka daddy boom been a friend and a follower of this podcast for a long time what's he got hey we got a couple of super fans from the uk coming to san diego next week for a couple weeks this summer. They're coming to Encinitas. They're gonna go to the Panikin. They wanna come to Monday Mass HQ. But is there anything else that you could recommend for us to do while in San Diego? Uh, Visit our local skate parks from DIY to Pro Parks, Poods Park, Washington Street, Linda Vista. Those are three must-go-to parks. Um, Take a bike ride down Highway 101 in Cardiff. It's beautiful. Come by the Monday Mass HQ. You, Get stung you by a stingray. GM. You know yeah, it's cool. A, the the welcome mat, the Enseniis welcome mat. Yeah, we would we'll host you guys. Come on. Yeah. I mean on. that's a priceless once in a lifetime opportunity to be on this podcast. And Todd gets to do it every week with me. This guy's lucky. Okay, the Herring Nation represent Coney 2012 uh, has a couple questions. Monday Mass questions. These are the guys that, that eat raw. Um, Tins of fish while they watch surf events. Um, Does Ethan Ewing have ass implants? Do you think we'll see a herringite on top of the WSL standings? Uh, How has your life changed since joining the herring community? Todd, I don't know if you're in the herring community. No, I've watched the herring. I've
1: I've watched, you know, there's a lot of herring.
0: We're going to crack some tins on this podcast someday soon. Ethan Ewing does not have ass implants. He just has a perfect ass. It's just... He didn't have to do anything unnatural. It's just there. Um, oh, God. That was awful, Todd. Uh, a herringite on top of it's the standings. It's weird. When I, when I hear the word herring,
1: I yeah. instantly fart. I
0: think your your best bet for a herringite to make the top of the standings is Aaron Brooks, representing Team Canada. And also, how's my life changed since uh, joining the herring community? I think just uh, it's super rad that there's this group of eclectic, strange, awesome humans up in Canada who have basically made their own movement, their own scene. And the first second I saw it, these guys that eat herring out of a tin and talk about surfing, I was in. I just, I'm in for life. I'm a herring for life. Uh, The couch surfing show that Todd and I both love uh, question about the U.S. Open. Who smells the best after eight hours in the booth? Ooh. I would, that's a solid question. I would say
1: Rosie would Hodge. Me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the ladies, Rosie, AJ. I mean, they are, like, so they're just well put together. They do their makeup in the morning. The dudes show up, and it's, like, barely. You're just, like, barely not sweating the whole day. Your shirt's, like, on the verge. Who smells of- the worst? dude, all the guys are actually pretty smelling pretty good. Um, Ira, I sent Ira Ingram curb killer a message just to to shout out his. So during the, um, documentary, he had this, this, uh, this quote about working with certain skaters that didn't work out. He said, here's your footage. Sorry. It didn't work out. Don't call me again. Wow. (laughs) That's That's amazing. That's how you break up with someone that you're filming. Um, Here we go. We're still at it. Uh, 7-Eleven Truther posted a photo of uh, your boy Jonah Hill and said, and Jonah's walking away smiling, and it says, that feeling when your girlfriend is not surfing with men. (laughs) Best meme. Um, Colin Liebold says, best worst thing about U.S. Open and 2023 San Diego summer. Best thing about the U.S. Open, I think just the stoke and celebration of High performance In longboard surfing It was pure it felt, it felt good Great competition The worst thing about it Is that fucking bit Of traffic That you hit On your way From Orange County To Encinitas during, Right in, in Oceanside Hamilton. The 78 what is it Needs to be fixed Now I'm pissed What is
1: that traffic Dude It doesn't make any sense
0: because The on ramp And off ramp Of the 78 Is from 1968 And it's dangerous It sucks There's traffic there Every day Doesn't matter what time Oceanside, you need to get your shit together and fix that. The best part about San Diego summer surf, dude, trunks with your bros? Come on.
1: Colin Liebel is awesome. Colin took some fantastic pictures nudes? of the, there was a very, very high tide last week. Yeah. The people jumping Secret off. Secret spot, though. You don't want to give it away. Yeah. Somewhere in the was some. You can see it on Surfline. Colin has some great pictures about some backwash going.
0: Yeah, Surfline. I discovered him first, so don't try to take credit for Colin Le. Hey and by the way, surfline's forecast for Cape Cod <laughs> big shocker total shit <laughs> You love surfline Cruz uh, Cruz says snowboard news Mammoth was hitting this weekend. What's your prediction for an early open this
1: year? Um, I feel like it's kind of crazy like that we're I think mammoth needs to mammoth needs to have a weekend before they open up again. But what do you, you mean know, a weekend? It's just like, you know, a, a figurative weekend. They need a little bit of time to kind of re They need to re get their shit. Probably. I mean, we, we have the starting the start of a glacier up at Mammoth right now, and it's like glacierly speaking. Glacierly speaking, they you know, October is right around the corner. You know, that's two months it's away. True. That's when traditionally the season starts again in mammoth. It can start really early October depending on the storm cycle. So That's right. We're mm-hmm. right back into it.
0: Todd, I'm officially in the Kex Machine North End. IDA floater contest. No one I, even I put, knows what that is. Yeah, if you know, you know. You don't know. Obviously, I know. They know. I'd like to give a, Osborne knows. We know. I'd you like don't. to give a
1: huge shout out to Encinitas Me? Magazine and Chris. Oh, the is it? the new issue with Ian Mackay on the cover. It's unbelievable. I'm holding
0: it up. For those of you who can't see it, it's a photo of Ian McKay it's, in Fugazi. It's almost as
1: good as my Minor Threat t-shirt with Shh. the Golden Girls on it. You're going to get your ass kicked for that. John E. Freeman is losing his fucking mind right You're now. You're going to get your little ass Glenn, kicked no, for Glenn e. that. Glenn E. Freeman, sorry. John, John, John Freeman. Jonathan re- Wayne Freeman. Now he's really mad. Um,
0: Tom, Cilia, Tom Scilia says, question from... Anonymous, Damn it. I already said his name. <laughs> should I be mad at friends who exaggerate the surf conditions, especially when I'm at work? That's super weird. Don't claim it's waist to chest high before I get there. It's called Alzheimer's disease. And while it can be annoying, it should be celebrated. For example, my friend Todd Richards says it's perfect and head high. Every single day. No, I don't. And I appreciate him for that because he's stoked. I don't say that. I do great. not say he's that. He's got Alzheimer's disease, do, and I'm based fine with it.
1: Uh, Based on what you know about me, listeners and viewers, what were the waves like today? Do I giving? Do, giving do me me I come report? across as the most positive person? There's one part of
0: Todd's life that's always great, and that's how good the waves are. How are the waves today? It was fun. Yeah. How? Was it was like head high. It was like waist high. It was fun. I I would never put you down for that. I appreciate your all-timers surf reports. Okay. Hana Lee, we love you. She's probably one of our best fans, I would say. And friends, she's awesome. Solid. Fan. And she always comes to the great questions. If there was a survivor with just Surfskate Snow athletes, which group would do the best and which athlete would be the
1: ultimate winner? All the people that would enter from Maui would win. Uh, Maui kind? Well, because you got Oh no. Laird, I know you win. You've got those guys uh, don't hunt. Ian
0: Walsh. B- bullshit. Okay, Ian Walsh hunts. I know who would win. Shane Dorian. David Gravette. David. Team creature skater David Gravette would win. He Dude's can a fisherman he can fish. he could, like carve. I don't know though, dude. Like I feel like Shane Dorian is, you know. Shane Dorian would win on alone. Survivor though, you have to outwit, outmatch, outplay. I don't know how good Shane Dorian is at puzzles. Would you? would you play for damn sure a
1: one person game of, uh, naked and alone or is it, what's it called? Naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. If it was just you in a shopping mall with who, just you naked. and Yeah, of course
0: I'm playing naked and afraid right now. I'm not wearing any pants and I'm afraid of Todd. Um, yeah, I think man though, like, yeah, that's a great question. Probably, you know, there's surfers that live off the grid and just like hunt and fish and do their thing. Snowboarders would get last because they don't have like their snowboarders are, gear. snowboarders are the
1: softest
0: of all. Austin Oliver says, Question for you lovely lads, thank you. What is your opinion on wake surfing? Is it surfing? Is it environmentally sustainable? Um, it's super fun. It's more wakeboarding than surfing but it definitely can help you with your surfing i every every is, time i get invited wake surfing i'm going because it's super fun
1: what is the environmentally sustainable because you, it takes oh, uh, like you're in a motorboat it takes nothing's environment don't they have e-boats i don't know i, I feel like they have what?
0: e-boats dude i'm gonna be dead in like 30 years i don't right? care anymore. i don't care you guys fucking you fix shit it up kids Good luck. Yeah. So Just like our anymore. parents said to us. This might be this is best a, of luck. Dude, this question right here is slaps. Okay. It's the last question. Wilson. No. Nah. Wilson. <laughs> H-boy. Yes, I, dad. I met Wilson at the U.S. Open. He's sick. F. Mary Kill. The Godowskis Brothers. <laughs> dude. Gnarly one. Um Okay. <laughs> Oh, wow! I love all three of them.
1: F Mary, but I take Gadoska this sisters. job very
0: seriously. I'm gonna. I'm gonna f Pat. I'm gonna marry Tanner. I love you so much, Dane. But I gotta kill you, dude. You're gonna kill Dane? I know. I love them all. I can't kill anyone. But look, I'm gonna f Pat because I don't know. I've like known him a long time. He's super nice and cool and. Tanner and I just like get along really well. We like the same music and videos. And Dane, I love too, but like he's a lot bigger than me, and I feel like if like we were in a relationship and we got in an argument, like he could easily just like throw me out a window. So that's my answer. Don't take it personally. Oh my god. What happened? Uh, I, I, my, I'm not answering. I'm not. F Mary kill with the brothers. That. I, I don't have an oh, opinion. I hate you, Todd. Um, Chris, I have to go. I got to go to LA. This one's for both of you. This is from Rejuvenata.
1: Okay, one more question.
0: Which song would you use if you could release the most epic surf, Skate snow part right now? Wow. There's so many more questions. What song? I'm going to use... Uh, I'm going to use a song by a band called Sunbender. They're a brand new band. Sun.bender.music or sun.bender.band, they're going to be awesome once they come out with some stuff. I think, like, uh, fuck, dude. Moving on. Bruso Caputo says, An uh, appearance, is appearance important to people in OC? No. Yeah, a lot of them like to look really scary. Um, DJ, DC Jones says, what's the best country you've ever traveled to and why? Japan. Japan. Uh, chasing winters says you should bring some attention to the climate in South America at the moment. It's not getting enough press. Yeah. Climate change is happening. It's getting warmer down there. Um, mint tours will take you to Japan though. What's the update on the Brady Hill IG saga. It's just memes now slowing down a little bit. That's from Liam Ferguson. Um, John Zara says, where can I get my hands on a Monday mass sticker? Um, DM us. And, uh, Dude, that I think that's about it. That was a long, the longest podcast we've ever done. Jesus.
1: All right. Well, uh, to recap, we're giving away this U.S. Open official Nixon watch that Chris stole from the broadcast. Yeah. So we're going to be giving that away because we can't keep evidence around here. Uh, we'll throw some stickers in. If you guys want stickers and such, DM us. DM, give us a com-
0: give us compliments. DM <laughs> best the compliment
1: wins. Monday Mass uh, Instagram. I and go. we will see you guys next week. This has been lovely, as always. This has been the Monday Mass. and Action sp-